financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, Sinissa Keys again with Becoming the Bank. I want to first start off by honoring Houston White. Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where he got his start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or it's his new Houston White line at the Target Collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on YouTube slash Target. All right, so getting down to business, this is Anissa again with Becoming the Bank. Um, we're on Beatitude series part four, um, and this is really a biblical series and principles and practices that have helped me to become generational wealth builder. So this is not a how-to podcast, it's a becoming podcast, how to become a generational wealth builder. I just like saying that, generational wealth builder. So now listen, wealth building is a challenge, right? Um, You can't expect to get there overnight. I always say the same thing, right? But in order to be successful, right, it is important to learn these biblical principles and practices. They help me to become And now I changed how I look at finances, how I deal with my finances, how I manage my finances, and I've become a bank, a financial resource to my family, my sphere of influence, and my community. So we're on this B Attitude series, really excited about it because these are coming straight from the mouth of Jesus, right? So for those of you who don't know, um, the word betis, betis uh, means happy or fortunate, right? So it's a set of these eight statements attributed to Jesus Christ in scripture. Each of the statements makes reflection of a blessing who it's going to bless and how it's going to bless them. We've gone over three already. We're on number four. It's important to note, though, that these statements came directly out of Jesus's mouth. Right. So that automatically gives it spiritual weight. I know you're thinking, like, why are we talking about these beatitudes in a financially um, financial building or financial freedom, generational wealth building um, podcast? Because, right, Jesus is sort of our example. He was here to show us how to do everything the right way. So that's not just living a healthy life, not just forgiving others, not just serving, right? That's also how do we take care of the resources that we're given? And so um, we're going through all eight of these within the next eight weeks. And on number four, which I really, really have taken to heart, right, is it says blessed. First of all, let me tell you where it's found at. Matthew 5, verses 3 through 10. Okay, so here's number four. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Last week, we talked about blessed are those who are meek, for they shall inherit the earth. This week, it's blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. And you think about hunger and thirst, right? There's like desperation to that. That's why I really, really like this scripture, right? So it's, it's this hunger and thirst. There's this desperation to be righteous though. In the world, we hunger and thirst over a lot of other things. I mean, I mean, there's a common term, thirsty, right? <laughs> right, as a woman or a man maybe who is like hungering and thirsted after some woman 
or some man or maybe just doing a whole lot um, because they are interested in somebody. Um, and there's this like desperation, there's this urgency, this, this immediacy that's sort of behind it. And, but this particular scripture, right, is saying blessed to actually those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. So if you think about what righteousness is, if we were to define righteousness, it's right standing with God, right? It's really based on faith. It's really living a life that that the Lord has um, sort of approved of or living in accordance with the way the Lord wants you to live, right? We get automatic righteousness when we believe in Jesus Christ. When God looks at us, he sees Jesus's blood. And so we are automatically considered righteous. However, we're supposed to live a righteous life, which doesn't always happen. So, right, when you remember, when you're coming from this stance of building generational wealth, everything is relevant. Everything from the word of God is relevant to every part of our life. It's really important to understand that this Bible was given to us is like, information to live our life in the best way possible. <clears throat> so it's just not talking about we all have eternal freedom or we'll live eternally with God. Like that's one piece, right? But there's some inheritance. There's some benefits that we have here on earth. And so some of these nuggets that the Lord has given us to try to chew on in our journey are not just relevant to sort of our future with him. They're relevant to our time here on earth and particularly relevant, right? Because God wants to bless us. He wants to bless us with finances. He wants to bless us with good health. He wants to bless us with relationships. Um, and in this particular podcast, we're talking about financial freedom. And so God is saying, blessed are those, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, not for anything else, righteousness, because guess what? They'll be satisfied. Listen, think about financial freedom. Think about wealth building. Think about how much we hunger and thirst after that, right? So we hunger maybe after the next big deal, right? Or the best business partner. We thirst for maybe like a break in the industry or to have a bigger company, to have bigger pockets, to have more land, to have more resources, right? That's constantly what we're hungering and thirst after. And listen, in the world, that's what it teaches, right? You chase the bag. We talked about this before earlier. If you didn't hear about that, go back to like the first or second podcast I talked about. As believers, we chase God, not the bag, right? This is the same sort of message, right? We're hunger and thirst after the righteousness of Christ, not necessarily hungering and thirsting after getting something. That shifts sort of your perspective. It shifts um, how you move. It shifts how you manage your money. It shifts how you go after opportunities. It shifts everything, right? And so that's what this is about, releasing the desire to chase and hunger and thirst after what the world chase and hunger and thirst after, which is typically money, the bag, opportunities, right? More, 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 but instead aligning your thirst and your hunger for righteousness. Kind of crazy, right? Um, it, it, it's not something that we, that we think about, but the Lord is saying, those are the ones that will be blessed, right? Chasing and hungering after me, um, after uh, right standing with me. So I learned this well <laughs> when I was scaling Aruba, right? This is one of those that, um, that I did not have to learn several times, because what ended up happening, particularly with Aruba, my mental health agency, is I had gotten to the point where Aruba was growing and it looked like it was all me, you know, because 
I'm pretty special. And I was like, this is cool. Like, I'm making these decisions. I'm going hard for it. And even though the Lord had rooted Aruba in him, I feel like um, I had sort of gone on my own path and started doing my own things. I wasn't thirsting um, and, and hungering for righteousness or even chasing God instead of chasing the bag. There was this different feeling, I think because I had got some success, right? Uh, which is common. And so after a while though, Aruba hit a plateau and Aruba couldn't go any further. And, uh, and it was obvious to me, um, but God made it even clear that I had like maximized what I could personally do, right? Like, like the things that you can do in your own strength are limited. It's just the way it is, right? You can only go so far with your own brain power, right? With your own intellect, with your own intelligence, you're always gonna hit like a wall <laughs> or a ceiling, whatever you wanna call it, right? And, and then you have to shift your perspective. So that's what happened, right? I was thirsting and hungering after the wrong things, especially around my company. I had had some success and then, and then the Lord allowed me to hit a ceiling. And when I hit that ceiling, then I shifted what my thirst and my hunger became. And oftentimes the Lord teaches me by like pushing me in a direction. I think he allows me to play a little bit. And then he's like, okay, I need you to come back in. I need you to do some things that are pretty serious. And so praise God that he will correct me in a minute. He'll let me plateau. He'll let me feel the pain of that plateauing. Um, and then he'll bring me back into the fold, which I so appreciate. So profitability is what we thirst and sometimes hunger off of, right? Uh, uh, um, excess revenue, uh, 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 more, more staff, more clients. These were all things that I was hungering and thirsting off of. It was only until I came back into alignment and thirsted and hungered off the right things that I became blessed. And most importantly, I became satisfied. Satisfied with what I had, satisfied with where the Lord had placed me in that season of time, um, fully satisfied in him. So listen, we don't talk about this a whole lot, right? Because sometimes there's such this feeling of wanting more. I'm not greedy. I do call myself hungry. I don't call myself greedy, but there's this desire of sometimes wanting more. And there's this feeling of like wanting more because you're never satisfied. And the Lord is saying also, if you thirst and hunger after his righteousness, then you'll be satisfied. So the other piece is not only will you not be blessed, you won't be satisfied, right? <laughs> He's the only one that can satisfy. You sitting on a pocket full of dough is nice, but you'll still have a void in a hole, right? You, you living in a big old house, that's amazing, right? But there will still be a void in a hole and you still won't be satisfied. So the Lord is not only telling us how to be blessed, he's also telling us how to be satisfied. Okay, listen, not talking about what's morally right or wrong or acting right. Righteousness really is believing that Jesus fulfilled all righteousness. He atoned for all of our sins and God the Father credits us as righteous because Jesus did that. So we just have to believe that's what real righteousness is. So I got this lesson real easily. Let me tell you the things that I learned. I always give you three because I don't know, three is just kind of easy to kind of like chew on and think about. Who you need to become, right, is all about right? Changing and shifting to become the person that's a generational wealth builder, to become the person that's financially free. I can give you all the tools that you want, but if you don't become someone that can embrace those tools, that can put those things into action, it doesn't make a difference. It's the reason why the majority of the wealth is held by 10% of the people. 
in this country, right? It's because there's a difference between knowing what's out there. And we live in a, right, in a world that has access constantly to knowledge. So there's a difference between having the access to the knowledge and actually becoming someone that accesses it, that implements it, right? And that is able to sustain it over time. So I'm helping you to become not just giving you information. So how do you become someone who understands that it's not about your merits, right? It's not about how smart you are, not about who you meet, who you network with, who you connect with, but this is all about Jesus, right? How do you become someone that looks at yourself is not necessarily the most relevant portion or the most relevant ingredient in your successful equation, right? So listen, can I say this? I know this. We do this a lot. We put a lot of stock into who we're connected to, right? Uh, who we know, who knows our name, what tables we're sitting at. Don't get me wrong. I think that that's important, okay? Um, I don't want to dis discredit that. But I want to say that like sometimes we put so much weight on that that then we remove God or Jesus out of the equation and we start replacing it with like people, right? Or we start like idolizing ourselves and that we can do this on our own. And I really think that we really have to become people that understand that this is not about a human that's gonna help you get to this end marker. It's not gonna be a person. It's not gonna be a person you know. It's not a person sitting in the high throne. Even if it ends up being them, it's because the Lord placed something on their heart and your name on their heart, right? To get you to where you're going, right? So I think you need to remove out of your mind that this is about you doing something, that this is about how well you do it, how smart you are, how, um, how, um, you know, how well you communicate, how much you network. It's bigger than you. So you have to understand that God is the is the most important ingredient, right? He is the he is the reason for the actual successful outcome, right? And so if you do not know that, you will hit a plateau like me. You will hit your own limits and you will not be able to go any further. Number two, become someone who acts quickly when you get a word. So I love that hunger and thirst is not like, you know, that you're just wanting to nibble or, you know, that you are just like parched, you know, that that actually hunger and thirst implies desperation, right? It implies like immediacy, urgency, right? So God is not just saying, you know, just go ahead and whenever you feel like it, you know, seek righteousness, you know, whenever it fits into your schedule, he's saying no, like hunger and thirst after it. Like you've got to chase it down, right? Like you got to go for as if you're going hard towards something that like you really cannot live without, right? That's how you're seeking righteousness. Those are the ones that are blessed, right? So we talked about earlier, again, chasing the bag, right? With that same energy, you chase God. It's the same kind of desperation, right? So you move quickly. You don't think and decide and contemplate. Somebody gives you a word, act on it, right? Tomorrow's not guaranteed. Number one, we know that, right? But then the word is using it as an opportunity to say, this is an urgent matter. Get to it now. So that might mean drop to your knees like today, not later. Okay, last one. When someone yearns for God, right, become someone that yearns for God to lead their lives. And this is like self-explanatory, 
right? This is something that I had to pray on and pray on. I had to pray for God's will to be um, to be the most important thing that I focused on. I had to pray for um, a heart to yearn after letting God lead me. I, I wanted to be somebody who wanted to like really like let the Lord lead and not just like sometimes, but like, Lord, I want a heart that desires you to lead, <laughs> you know, that that really wants you to lead even when you know, my flesh is like fighting it. Right. And so that's something that you have to become. Right. Because you almost have to do a lot of surrendering. And um, and I don't think you can do that without the Holy Spirit. And so I think prayer is really, really important for that piece. Right. Becoming someone that yearns for God to lead your life. OK, so we're talking about this series of Beatitudes. We've been in it for eight weeks. We're going to go through each one. There are amazing characteristics that Jesus has brought up. We are interested in becoming more like Jesus. That means the character of Jesus, not just characteristics of him, because this will help us to become financially free. It will help us to become kingdom wealth builders. Right. Being like Jesus makes us better at being at, better at everything, right? Like we just can do everything better if we're more like Jesus. So these are these are not complicated models to follow, right? We are just trying to pick up more in his character. And he's saying, you're blessed if you do these things. And so I'm hoping that you heard something today that might bless your heart. I'm hoping that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with Anissa Keys. I'll see you next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Get fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. Y'all know how important helping the community is to me, and let's be honest, our communities need us right now, all of us. People are always asking me, Shaletta, how can I make a difference? Well, I have the answer. XL Energy is putting on its annual day of service and you can take part. It's happening Thursday, September 8th through Sunday, September 11th. There will be nearly 80 nonprofit projects where you can volunteer to pack meals for folks in need, put together school supply kits and more. Join thousands of your neighbors along with XL Energy employees. You can even get your kids involved. It's a meaningful opportunity for your entire family to make a difference. To learn more about XL Energy's Day of Service project, go to their website at www.xlenergy.com slash dosinfo. Do your part to give back to the places where we all live and work. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. 
Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity.